up, everybody? This is the Nick's Mix Podcast. I'm Hutch. I'm the kid. And hi. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Are we talking to them or are we talking to us? Um, let's talk to them. Hey, guys. How you doing? Guys, thanks once again for episode two. The yeah. feedback was awesome, right? Yeah. It's, and honestly, the feedback is super helpful. Yeah. Like, and, and, and I don't mean like we need all positive. You don't need I don't a, want all positive. You don't need don't, to kiss our butts. I don't. Uh, see, here's the problem is that I feel like I get, I don't know if people are like, I don't, this is going to sound weird. I don't know if people are like scared to like hurt my feelings or something like that because I mean, I really value more constructive, like not like, you know, snide constructive criticism, yeah. but like actual constructive criticism. Well, so, guys, just remember, I mean, the skin is your largest organ, but it's also our toughest as well. At least... That's not true, is it? I don't know. I just wanted to do that so people give us more critical feedback, if that's what I'm trying to do right now. I have no clue what you're trying to do right now. Okay, well, I'm just saying, guys, like, uh, you know, shout out to Don't Mix Dan, and uh, it's a friend of mine that said, I want to hear you guys actually finish your thought for once. Yeah. We're funny. I guess. (laughs) But, yeah, so um, based on that, we got a bunch of topics lined up for you. We're going to finish... Uh, Nick's Cracker Barrel story, which he actually told me, and I thought was hilarious. Um, we're going to get some clarification on something that was yes. shocking from last week. Um, we're going to touch on this keto diet. Um, apparently, you, you've got more feedback than I have. On I don't that. think we should just touch on it. There's a lot of people that want to know how Hutch is doing on this bad boy. All right, sweet. We got a review of a movie that we both saw this week that we mentioned I was week. not expecting it to be that good. And then we've also got a weekend little preview that we got coming up, too. So yes. um, definitely, like I said, appreciate the feedback that you guys gave us. Um, if you guys you know want to give us any more feedback or anything or any ideas, uh, we have a Facebook page. I think that's the best way to get a hold of us, right? Yeah, if the email is more for you know official stuff and whatnot that we yeah. have to do. But those are sponsors. The sponsors, right? Yeah, thanks for <laughs> rushing that in there. Sorry. No, but that was stop being so. Okay. Oh my gosh! All right, so the Facebook page um, for sure is going to be the best way to get a hold of us. Um, you know, if you guys can leave a review while you're there, um, just helps you know people get. More eyes on it, so that way we get more engagement, more feedback. We just want to make this thing better for... Hey, for... speaking of, like, uh, reviews, shout out to Megan Miller. Oh, yeah. Thank their, you, Megan. Their review was awesome, by the way. Megan, that was so sweet. It was adorable, because, like, uh, you wouldn't think that two people from the area could be funny. Yeah, or <laughs> interesting. And it, to, to be fair, she's right. <laughs> Very true. So, appreciate that. That was really sweet to read during the week. It gave me a little, that gave me a boost. It did, right? Yeah, when I read that, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is yeah. so nice. Um, so, we appreciate that. And then, you know, if you guys can share the podcast, we're really going to start promoting our Spotify platform. Yeah. We're on a bunch of different platforms. You see us um, up post our Anchor link and stuff like that. We use Anchor to distribute the podcast and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But we know a lot of people are on Spotify nowadays. So it's a big one. Yeah. So I listen to it on Spotify personally. So, you know, we'll be promoting that type of thing too, based on the feedback that you guys are giving us. And just things like that that we appreciate hearing. So anyway, speaking of the feedback and, you know, finishing thoughts, I want we wanna talk about this cracker barrel story. <laughs> because, you know, you you hyped it up just a little bit last week, but we just kind of breezed past it we on did. the way to get to where we were going. And but what is what is this Cracker Barrel? So can I can I start this off by saying it's not a good idea for theft. Um, kids, adults, anyone that's listening to this, 
do not do this, please. It was the dumbest thing that me and three of my friends thought we would do. Um, so we were on, it wasn't really spring break, but we're going to say it's during spring. Um, we were down in Tennessee and, um, our hotel room was right next to a Cracker Barrel. That's like the best hotel room of all time. Right, right, right. Now, this is going back, I think we were in high school still. Yeah, I was, yeah, so, I was senior in high school. So is that when you were riding the dinosaurs that you love so much? Or not? I mean, you got me excited about just saying like, we're riding dinosaurs. But no. Um, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, we call that the Redneck Maria, Redneck Riviera. They have a thing called the Redneck Mardi Gras. Um... Do I want to ask what that is? Oh no, it's just like a, a huge party. It's like a black a black party that lasts oh. all week. Oh, okay. Cool. So me and friends wanted to go down, um, and we did this, and we were staying at a hotel right next to Cracker Barrel. So we made it a kind of a deal that we would always do breakfast at Cracker Barrel instead of doing like the um, the free Whatever. breakfast at, at the hotel. Oh yeah. First off, those hotel breakfasts are they're so hit and miss. Right. They're either like the greatest breakfast you've had. Yeah. You know, or it's like, I'd rather be eating actual rubber eggs. Right. I mean, there's so much like plastic eggs you can yeah. eat or rubber. I know you use rubber, but. I had one time in when I went to a business trip in Ohio, they had a really good one. I forget what hotel it was, but. Yeah. So, yeah, the difference in hotel breakfasts are just. Compared to Cracker Barrel, though. Well, I was going to ask you, I've never gone to Cracker Barrel for breakfast. What? what is, I know, I know, we'll, we'll just quickly, just give me the, like, the rundown compared to, like, say, their dinner menu. Like, which do you prefer? Uh, breakfast? Really? Wow. Bit, biscuits and gravy with country fried steak? Are you kidding me? Okay, that's a good call. Yeah. But, oh. all right, so, all right, so you and your friends are going there for breakfast. So, yeah, yeah, we were, we decided instead of, like, just going to Continental Breakfast at the hotel, we would do Cracker Barrel. It's literally across the, <clears throat> um, um, the parking lot. So... We'd always like have to wait for one guy. One guy would have to either get pretty or something like that for is breakfast. It, was it the same guy every time? No, it oh, changed. Okay. Like I, I'm proud to say that I just normally went in shorts and a t-shirt, mm-hmm. and then after breakfast, got all made up, and then we hit the the town, sure, or the strip. So the one thing that we noticed, the very first thing we noticed, is, I mean, it's gorgeous weather out. We, if there was a longer wait than normal, we'd go sit on the. The, the rocking, rocking chairs yeah. in front. Right. What we normally they had those all locked up. Really? Okay. For this, you know that big long thing with the padlock, and they had the. I've never seen one cable. of those, at least at the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. So then normally they'd have them all together, so you couldn't steal them. Oh, sure. Okay. Well, we noticed that they didn't have this. Oh no. So after breakfast, we made it a point to sit on four of them that we really really liked. Okay. Checked them out, make sure we had everything good to go. Guys, this is how dumb we were. We had seven rocking chairs that we brought to our hotel rooms without paying for them. I have two major questions. Sure. On the heels of not paying for them, approximately how much value did you have in your room? Because those chairs oh, are like, like 150 a piece. We had, I mean, you're we're over a grand. So it's 1100 or so, right? Uh, there. I'd say like 11, 12. That's ridiculous. Now, dumbest thing I've ever done. Well, well on, on the heels uh, of the dumbest thing you've ever done, possibly. <laughs> um, how did you not, how was this not seen? Doesn't Cracker Barrel breakfast sound like a popular thing? Based so on good that was ones? the thing, is uh, we made it seem like we just bought it. So two guys would be waiting, and then a, the guy would come out with a receipt. And it's like, yeah, it's ours, guys. Check it out. 
We did this over three days. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Whose idea was this? Do you know how to name them? Collectively. Yeah, it was... One guy brought it up and thought, hey, wouldn't it be funny? Like the first day of breakfast, wouldn't it be funny if we just... And then... Just like collectively had them? Then someone fueled the flames. Yeah, and I really think what it was, it all came back from... In our brains, we weren't stealing because they we weren't going to bring them home with us. We were just going to bring them into our hotel room. That's a terrible mindset. Dumbest. I mean, again, we were high school seniors. That's... Uh, and right. I know that's really not an excuse. So if you're a high school senior, don't steal from Cracker Barrel or anywhere else, please. Or just don't steal. No one. No one steals. Please. <laughs> that's all we need. Can you imagine? Whatever police... Oh. Some guy, like a chief of police from Pigeon Forge, Tennessee... Just got 20 years, he's had this cold case. <laughs> Cracker Barrel. He just listened to a podcast from Illinois and boom. Wait, so what happened to the chairs then? Did you return them? No, we you... left them in the hotel room after we checked out. So oh we have gosh. no idea. That hotel must have been cool then if they're not like, hey, you know, they didn't call you or the. I don't I'd, well, the hotel room was under my friend's mom's name. Uh, oh. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we would have gotten chewed out or something crazy would have happened if. But yeah, it's no. Wild man. We got away with the um, rocking chair caper. Rocking chair caper. The great theft of what year would that have been? Two thousand. Really? That was a millennial. I was three years old. God, I'm old. <laughs> so anyway, we want to touch back on something else too because I've I've got a lot of requests on like clarification. I suppose we should call. it. I this. would love to clear if I were clarifying the nine year engagement. Yeah, let's talk about that. Thank you for bringing it up, by the way, because I, guys, I just want to like clarify the nine year engagement was not on purpose. Trust me. Okay. I know I made a joke about like, oh, I got to make sure I got to check what, you know, what, what honestly, sure. calling it a joke sounds like a stretch. Cause you, you said it such as matter of fact, and then you talk about how <laughs> she had to meet your friends and then how she had to do this. I know and... I said, it, I, I was, that was a setup for failure and I'm going to blame you a little bit on that good yeah because you you like to dig me into holes yeah especially with my wife it's very easy that's awesome but no um <laughs> so we weren't i'd say actively planning you weren't actively? we were not actively like like the way i mean what i mean by that is like we'd stick to a schedule and everything like that like an itinerary shout out wild mike uh i don't know if i was ready for that but, oh yeah i'm um, sorry we'll, we'll get to that later that's anyways segment <laughs> um when we when I asked her to marry me, we weren't even or I mean we were young. Um I wasn't thinking like, oh yeah, we should plan this. Like, let's do this. You and just then, knew that you wanted to be with her. Yeah. I mean I from the get go good luck tearing me away from her. Like sure. the woman had me from Hello. I do um, also want to say that I, I know and I hope the audience realizes you love your wife very much. Yes, more than dinosaurs and fishing. Nothing but glowing reviews that I've heard that Aww. we haven't necessarily talked about on the podcast from Yeah. Now. I mean I mean the woman has been through I mean she's been married to you. Yeah, so the thick and thin. <laughs> more thick than thin. Um but no, like it it nine years crept up crept up on us and I know that sounds like what? But it did. It crept up on us. Life just happened. Um, How, what do you mean by life just happened? You know, like different things. So uh, I had some medical stuff and before the tow. So that took um, front seat to planning the wedding. How, I mean, 
I don't know if you can get into the medical stuff or want to, but was it like severe enough where it was like years and stuff like that? Or? Um, no, it was more like, well, it ended up being years, but okay. it was more, um, hit me off guard cause I was younger. Okay. I see. Yeah. And wasn't ready for like, didn't believe stuff like that. Just folks take care of your body cause it, it catches up to you. Bad things can happen. Sure. Um, do what Hutch is doing. Get on keto. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah, we will talk about that. But um, no, like like stuff like that. Or our family members needed some help. Okay. So financially, um, and then just timeline, it ended up catching up to us after nine years. And finally, it was like, you know, I mentioned that I'm an Italian guy. Mm-hmm. I, I've DJed weddings for several years. And it's like you get to do one every week. And you get to see how happy they are during the reception ceremony and everything like that. Sure. You want that for yourself. So uh, my wife is the exact opposite of me. Where she's small, very quiet. small, a family affair, and yeah. call it a day. Mm-hmm. Um, she obviously got her way nine years later, but she got her way. So I was kind of like, not the stubborn guy, but like really pushing for this big... Over well, the, it's, it's, you know, hopefully a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It will be. Yeah, I'm not... I'm never Not even for you. Me. I mean, just in general. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything were to happen between me and Andrea, I guarantee I would be that guy that's just... Devastated. Oh, yeah. Well, and, not... Well, I'd, be, I'd be devastated, obviously, but... But, no, I mean, like, I don't think anyone could ever replace her. Oh, sure. Right. So, I mean, I just know that, like I said, the nine-year engagement, I know it made a few people upset, but... I used the wrong terminology when I was like I'm. I was checking the merchandise and everything like that. I don't remember you saying that. And no, I, think I didn't say it like taking a hole now. No, no, no. I, I, I mean, obviously the the verbiage was a little different, but it was like, you know, I had to make sure and stuff like that. Yeah. And that wasn't it. I knew from the get go, from the jump, that that woman was gonna be mine. Wow. Oh yes. Uh, confident, confident kid over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you got to be. If it's not about confidence, what, what else do you have? Um. Good looks, money, a nice car, good job, time on your hands, nice, you know, war- nice wardrobe, good th- fragrances. Speaking of nice wardrobe, oh, money. Remember we're on a podcast. Good but, looks. Uh-huh. Well, uh, Hutch is like really looking GQ-ish right now. I think we're going to try and retake our headshots for the podcast today, so people might. Thanks for, I didn't know, it was, I couldn't remember if it was picture day. I had a kind of weird day at work. You did. Text me and tell me that it was picture day again today. I do apologize. So I'm wearing a hat and a hoodie right now. Yeah, as you know. What else is different? Though. Right. But, you know, getting back to looking like GQ and good looks, money, and all the fun stuff, how are you still single, Hutch? Man, uh, the the default answer I have to that is I ask myself that same question. <laughs> but Well, no, because, I mean, a relationship took you all the way to Iowa once, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it did. You want to um, get into it? Yeah, of course I do. Cool. Um, so, without getting into specifics, and I will at some point get into specifics throughout the story, but um, I met a girl when I was going to college in Elgin, um, and you know she and I she and I really hit it off. This was back late February. We started talking. Um, I believe middle middle of March we became, you know, next to yeah. Like that that point we were like kind of official, like ex- exclusively exclusive. Dating. Right. I want to I want to key the audience in who might not know is that. Baptist college relationships are like extremely expedited in most cases. What What do you mean? I'm why? talking like I don't know why. Like, so it, the courting is faster significantly. I'm talking like almost married within like a year and a half. And what? And an average, if well, maybe a little bit longer than that. But I mean, not not usually more than two and a half, three years. What is it? Is in there a, in a college that's... segment? 
it's just one of those things that, you know, when you're separated from, from somebody for so long and, you know, they have rules in place about how much time you can spend with them and different things you can and can't do. Okay. You know, you want to rush to be married. Well, isn't it somewhere like... Not I, should, I, I do want to clarify what I just said. Not rush to be married, but it you desire to be married. You okay. Know? I don't want to make it sound like everyone who goes to a Baptist college is making a bad decision by getting married sooner because that's not true at no, all. No, no, no. So I grew up Lutheran okay. where it's kind of like the, uh, the bad boys of... Catholicism? That's weird. Catholicism. Yeah, they do, you got yeah, it. I got it right. Yeah, but uh, as far as Baptists go, uh-huh. like, I mean, I, I, I kind of get, I, I kind of steer me in the right direction because what I'm thinking is like, you have similar interests to this person. You're at, at a Baptist college, so mm-hmm. you can. Is it something that's like, you can trust that person's integrity and personality? Generally, yeah. It's because you're you're with that person, you know. So you have the same likes and same everything like that. So you're kind of like you already know that you know if you're going to a Baptist college, you know for most people the most important thing in their life is church and the relationship yeah. with with God and everything like that. So you already know if you're meeting somebody there, then that's already pretty much aligned. And then at that point, it's personality interest. So you're kind of like quote unquote testing out in like, what way? Well, because like you know. Like you mentioned uh, in, in an episode previously, is like, shouldn't dating be the soft engagement? Yeah, pretty much. But if you are, if you know that you have um, similar interests, similar uh, mindset, everything like that, testing out, like you know how you can test out of a yeah. course in college. Well, yeah, well, for the grade I, or I think what you're credit. getting at is that whenever, generally, when you're going to a Baptist college, when you're when you're dating someone. You're going into it with the mindset of, can I potentially marry this person? And in that sort of environment, there is generally isn't dating around. Right. You know, so it's not just like, you know, well, yeah, we had fun and then, you know, we're, we're not together. It's not, for, for some it is, um, but for, for the majority, at least of what I've seen, it's so not like that. That's, that's very interesting to me because like in the world of like Tinder and oh, yeah. just like, Casual hookups and stuff like that, which I mean, I never got. I mean, I, I I've been out of the dating world forever now, and I mm-hmm. love it because yeah. you see some of these kids right now that I don't I don't want to refer to people as kids, but the younger generation is more like a hookup and yeah, not it's, it's, getting to know people. Well, it's, it's no commitment, right? Um, but yeah, so I mean, everything at at the especially at the Baptist College I went to was was very traditional, very old school, mm-hmm. and you know. It worked then and it worked now. Correct. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 So, so that's why. So that's why I was like that. Okay. So, okay. so given that in mind, my timeline went from you know started talking in probably mid March February, um, became exclusive, you know, at around mid March. Okay. That's like, fast. I know. That's why I wanted to give the backstory here. I mean, you don't even get like grace periods that long with credit cards. That's true. <laughs> I don't like to compare my timeline to things because it turns into something really sad. Well, no, no it just gives perspective on how exactly. fast it actually goes. I, I totally agree. Wow. So, um, oh man, this is tougher than I thought, this next part. Okay. Um, April 22nd? April 20-something um, was I Love You. Hutch. It was, listen man. Who I, said it first? I did. Okay. Yeah. You're like me, dude. I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Whatever. I am. I agree. But anyway, so so that was that, and then um, shortly, pretty much after, you know, we thought we knew that we wanted to spend the rest of our lives together. Sure. Um, 
The problem ended up being that the majority of the relationship after that turned into a long distance one. Oh, okay. So from... Was this when you moved to Iowa? No. Okay. So from February, end of February, early March, we kind of become, I, I, whatever you want to call it, a couple, whatever, okay. to mid-May, which in that time is March, April, three months tops. That's when we were face-to-face, right? Mm-hmm. For the remainder of that relationship until October. So from May to October, that's five months, if I'm not mistaken on my math. Yeah. So the majority of that relationship ended up being long distance. And she had mentioned previously that she was you know, hesitant about a long distance relationship, but I wasn't willing to just toss it, you know, just give it up, you know? So I'm like, you know, I, we want to spend the rest of our lives together, blah, blah, blah. We, we're going to make it work. And yeah. for the most part, we did. Um, we, we made it work for a while. It's just the environment that she was in wasn't exactly one that provided an opportunity to have some privacy, okay? She's in, a, she's in a crowded house and stuff like that, and I was very busy up here between um, – what job was I working before that? I was at True Green doing – for my second stint at True Green, doing right. door-to-door lawn care sales. And then um, so that kind of dried up, so I went to start doing um, – AT&T cable internet sales in like the south side of the city. Okay. Uh, it was commission only. I didn't get reimbursed for mileage. It was very fast and very loose, right? Yeah. It was running and gunning. So, and it was one of those self-improvement, self-empowerments, you know, weird kind of places too. So it was it was very odd, right? This, okay. It kind of like the whole structure of this thing was to like, you know, consume your life now, so that way later you don't have to work as much. Right. Kind of a situation. So, I was doing pretty good on that because, you know, I have the mindset of, um, you know, if I get a number of sales, like an average TV sale package, right? Let's just, for reference, would be like $100 commission. Okay. So, if you didn't make a sale a day, you didn't get paid. So, you know, a majority of my time was spent in the south side of Chicago. Okay. Um, and we were doing pretty good down there for the most part. Let's say, I don't know. Um six, seven, eight sales a week. Once you reach certain milestones, you got bonuses. Not terrible. Okay. And But let's get... Uh, so, where... How... Well, what's the distance on this About four hours. Um, four, down, she was, so, four she was downstate? South. Yeah, downstate okay. Illinois. So, about four hours south. I think that was about 280 miles. Okay. Something like that. And so, you know, I'm working this job, and it's... They're preaching... Um, you know, focus on this, get this done, this, this, this. And, um, I started to, you know, like neglect this long distance relationship. It wasn't neglect, but it was just one of those things where, you know, if you get, if you leave for work at, you know, 10 in the morning and then you, you're leaving, um, you know, for 45 minute drive, you're leaving at, you know, let's say 10 at night or so I'm tired. I don't really want to talk as much. Blah, yeah. blah. And to be honest, I just want to preface this also by saying I really wasn't in a, in a position at that moment in that relationship to where I really didn't have any right to be a saint, to be making a decision, you know, because I knew me, I wasn't ready. I wasn't mature enough. Okay. Um, I didn't have the financial stability. I didn't have, you know, I was driving an old one Mercury Sable that if it stopped at a stop sign or light for too long, the car would shut off. Yeah. Like I didn't have enough money to get a car, let alone to plan for, you know, for anything else. Okay. You know, so I really wasn't in a position to do that, hence why I was going so hard at this job, so I can do that and then do everything else in the meantime with, between planning and buying certain things and whatnot. So after time, long long story short, the relationship kind of degraded. There was 
a lot of miscommunication issues due to the fact that it was a long distance relationship and we didn't always have the time to communicate during the day. Mm -hmm. So it just really became a snowball effect into, you know, one day I was, I just got out to the field at like three o'clock and, um, she called to let me know that she didn't want the relationship to keep going anymore, which I mean, I'm, people are asking like over the phone. I'm like, yeah, how else was she supposed to do it? Drive four hours up here. Right. So I, that doesn't, that doesn't upset me or anything like that. Nothing, I guess, nothing outside of the relationship itself ending upset me. The way it went down, I wasn't happy with because, you know, the fact that it was a miscommunication issue on, on a certain thing. And I'm like, well, and I didn't really have time to plead my case because she's she's one of those personality types. When her mind is set to something, it's just, it's locked in. Okay. So when she called me and said that, I was just, I, I knew right away that if I try and plead my case, I'm just, it's like going to be a quicksand, just get deeper and deeper. Into yeah. It. So she called and she told me the situation and I just, I didn't know what else to do other than didn't go to work and just kind of, yeah, I mean, I was already out in the field. I carpooled with somebody out there. I ended up making like three sales that day just because that's all I was focused on. Yeah. And then it was those, it was those quiet moments that hurt the most, you know? The ones where you had nothing else to do but be trapped with your thoughts. Those are the tough yeah. ones. Those are those moments where you're like, man, what happened? And then, you know, the first thing I did was was uh, try and delete all traces, you know, on my phone, my social media, stuff like that. Because it physically hurt my, like, it. it's going to sound sappy, but it hurt my heart to, like, see a picture of her. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I, again, hopeless romantic, I guess. Yeah, I mean, when you fall, you fall hard. I'm, I'm the exact same way. So, and that was honestly, again, prefacing this why saying this wasn't really ready for relationship. I'm not saying everybody is like this, but this is my first real relationship. Yeah. You know, so there's just a different feel to it than I think I'll ever get. Do you think the combination of your guys' religion, the long distance relationship, and going from seeing each other every day to not seeing that could have been like uh what made it even harder yeah because there were certain things in place where she couldn't always just come to visit yeah you know there had to be you know chaperones and stuff like that so that made it you couldn't just like you know hey come up for the weekend and stuff like that so so i think with you know with those kinds of things in place um that it all came back it all came back to the communication yeah right so you know, certain things just didn't work because we couldn't have that communication. And again, I, I know for me, I can't, I don't want to speak for her, um, to be honest. And I don't know why this is about myself. There are certain things that I should let go of that I just can't. Um, and to be honest, I just want to make sure she's doing okay. Okay. Kind of a thing. You know, I just, have you talked to her? I, no, no. So I, after, after everything happened, um, Oh, I got to get to Iowa. So after everything happened, you know, I was, I was doing, it, it took a while. It took a couple of months, maybe about two or so. Finally, I think I finally called at that point. I don't, I still remember her phone number off the top of my head. Wow. I'll never forget that number for some reason, but I've tried. Um, so I called her just, I can apologize for, for everything like that. And then, you know, that was the last time I think I spoke to her. Um, and then I kind of touched on it previously in an episode where I was just kind of, you know, spinning my wheels and the job started to fall apart because of being commission only. I just lacked all motivation. Yeah. So when you lack motivation in a commission only job, you don't make money. No. You don't make money. Things start to pile up, you know. So went back and then you can kind of pick up the story from there. Went back to Verizon, you know, just wasn't happy with where I was at. And yeah. Then I got jump started pretty much by moving out to Iowa. And then that kind of got the ball rolling again. Yeah. 
So you hooked up, you went to Iowa, uh, and then Jordan. And Hannah, yeah. And Hannah. Shout out you guys for. Yes. Getting. Hannah lit you up about the nine year engagement thing. That was Hannah? That was Hannah. Hannah, listen. My dad's calling me. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Hannah, listen. You heard the explanation now. I appreciate the feedback. I am not that guy. You know, sorry. <laughs> but no. these guys actually took you in, yes. kind of knew what was going on. Yeah, I, I let them know what was going on. And um, even when I moved out to Iowa, there wasn't anything going on with that situation anymore at that point because all communication had just stopped. Yeah. Unfortunately. But um, there were other things that happened back home in Illinois when I was out there that they really helped me out just, by, awesome. just by being around with. You know, and too. changing your scenery, even though it is Iowa, as flat as Iowa is. I, I knew Iowa was going to be boring. But but I, you needed that change. Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally agree. Gotcha. So. Speaking of change. Uh-huh. Any updates on the, this keto? Yeah, man. This keto thing is... Actually, there is a there is a funnier update on the fact that I had a bet going at probably, uh, let's think, about six mo- six weeks ago at the beginning of harvest. Mm-hmm. I work an agriculture job yeah. during the week. So um, one of the guys at work says, if you keep this thing going through the end of harvest, oh, there's a $25 meal on the line. And he's like, honor system at home. And, you know, he felt so confident that he was going to get me to break at work. Yeah. And... I was I was really kind of like selling it like oh no I can't have candy oh no I can't have and he thinks he's on he thinks he's this close you know it's just so so close to getting me to eat you know <laughs> carbs sugar and all that stuff when in reality I'm just selling it because I don't know what it is it's weird that I'm strong willed about certain things but when I just committed to doing this keto diet it was just like no I'm just not doing it just took it over yeah I, I think it's crazy because uh you know we uh, at IMS which Illinois Media School that's where we're both attending yep to fine tune our broadcasting skills mm-hmm. which need so a lot of fine tuning with yeah <laughs> um by the way thanks for the feedback um <laughs> um no but we're doing a live show and one of our segments is health uh-huh. and I have uh we I have a classmate. That is like a keto expert or specialist. Okay. And I know you've mentioned it, like basically how you're, you're, you got a 180 or flip your entire body. The on, way it digests or the way it yeah, creates energy. Because the way it creates energy is carbs and sugar. Mm-hmm. And you have to do that now. You have to create energy from vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the way that it works, um, very brief, unscientific rundown is you basically deprive your body of its main source of energy, which is carbs and sugar, and then force it to start burning fat. Like, think of it as, like, the third line of defense or so. Mm-hmm. And then when it burns fat, it creates these things called ketones, a.k.a. keto, you know, the keto diet, ketogenesis, or not ketogenesis, ketosis is basically the state in which your body enters where it's burning fat as fuel. And mm-hmm. then, obviously, you know, you're burning your fat storage as fuel. It's a one-two because your body's getting energy as well as burning fat. So that's the whole point. Okay. Now, do you have to... Are you, and I know that we've talked about it before, but you really haven't discussed anything with a physician. No, I have not. I have not talked to... The reason why... It's not a good reason, but uh, my fam, my sister, my mom, they've all done keto, mm-hmm. and they've all had results, and they know what to do and stuff that's like awesome. that. So so I now... Felt, I felt confident going into it. With switching stuff around from like carbs and things like that... Mm-hmm. I obviously insulin 
producing issues, blood, blood sugars, sugar. yeah. glucose. Do you have to check that? Are, are you checking that? Or do you have so to? So for people who are known to be diabetic, that's yeah. something that's really talked about going into it. If I'm not mistaken, and this is slightly reckless, I think that if your body enters ketosis, it's proven to help diabetes type okay. 2 or type 1, I believe. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. So. Well, type 1, I know. Not type 1, I'm sorry. It's yeah, type it's two. Type, type 2, two. Uh, adult onset. Yeah. So um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, which I very well could be, that that's a side effect of it. Um, but no, I haven't really had any previously going into it. I don't have anything in, like that with me, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be, um, like things like asthma or, you know, diabetes or stuff like that. Yeah. For the most part, I haven't had any sort of major injuries outside of the incident with my knee. Right. Um, outside of that, I mean, general sickness and stuff like that. So same thing. I really don't have anything to worry about when I like, you know, take a new medicine or anything like that, where it says, if you've experienced these previous things, you know, so I'm pretty well clear. the physician, gotcha. Yeah, so I'm pretty well clear of all of that. So, I mean, your pancreas is working then. Apparently so. That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a nice little bonus update. What is your favorite thing as far as keto goes, like food-wise? Because I know that's, so I saw a keto thing because I, like, you know, our doctor is like, you know, you got to lose the LBs, you got to right. work on cholesterol because uh-huh. my LDLs are like skyrocketed so that that was a fun medication i got to put on but like the one thing i saw was that um chicken enchilada casserole thing yeah there's a lot of things like that but like what do you what do you what's your go-to's so you got to be careful with meat um a for if it's processed there's things that they use to process it that your body doesn't necessarily like um as well as your sodium because a lot of meat is salted and everything like that so you just kind of kind of keep an eye on that um, primarily my, my favorite like meal, I guess it's more of a side is, is, uh, cheddar broccoli. Cheddar broccoli. I love cheddar broccoli. But, okay. Right. So cheddar broccoli, my favorite like holiday mm-hmm. dish is like a rice and cheddar broccoli casserole. Okay. So I know. Who makes that? Is it your wife? Mom. or your No, mom? no, no. Okay. Definitely not. My, my, my mom is kind of like the. The cooker. The cook of the family. Yeah. Okay. So, um, obviously, rice is a no-no. Yes. Well, yeah. But regular. cauliflower. Exactly. Now, I know it's not the same, really, as, as rice. Honestly, at that point, I think it's more... It's not quite as, as runny as grits, but okay. um, it's just... I haven't really had any cauliflower. Can you use grits? Is grits a corn, right? No clue. I don't know. I think it is, but is I grits corn. I just never eaten grits really. Oh, okay. Up, so grits and shrimp—that's uh, my favorite thing to get when we're down in Texas. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really gotten every once in a while. I've had grits growing up, but yeah. um, so cauliflower rice isn't isn't rice, but it is it is cauliflower rice. So if you view it as its own thing, then it's you know not. It bad. is right. Yeah. So maybe we can put some uh, if we get some feedback on it on our Facebook page. Maybe you can put on some uh, some of your favorite recipes for our guests. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, I or love guest. <laughs> um, my sister actually turned me on to Pinterest for okay. for keto recipes and stuff like that. Yeah, and I don't go on there much anymore, but every once in a while, one will pop up in my Instagram feed, and I'll be thinking, "Man, that looks good," and then I'll just never have the time to make it. But... Who would have thought that Hutch, my our own co-host, would be a keto? Expert, not keto expert, more like a keto enthusiast. Uh, victim, victim, 
No, it's no, really, so it's not bad. It's really not bad at all. It's but just, how's it going? Like, I mean, I know we talked the last time last week well. about twelve pounds. Yeah, uh, I haven't. I think I just weighed myself now, coming up on about a month and a half, and we're at um, twenty pounds. Nice. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people ask me, it's like, what do you what do you snack on and stuff like that? I just you know, whenever I'm hungry, I just don't eat. You know, I just basically tell myself, it's like, hey, fatty, you can afford not to eat a little bit because how know, healthy is that that's that doesn't sound healthy well your body goes like i mentioned a little bit before that it kind of goes into an intermittent fasting that's right you did say that so you know if you combine intermittent fasting with keto you kind of give your body let's say an eight hour window during the day to eat and then mm-hmm. you don't eat outside the other 16 um you know you just kind of have to have the willpower to do that i guess yeah you know? i i didn't need even like a jump start or something that somebody said or a motivational tony robbins style of speech i just said no i'm just doing keto now yeah it's weird how my how it can just flip like that and then i just adjust to a new norm or you know you can spend seven days in the hospital and say holy cow i almost died and yeah you can have a come to jesus moment something like that yeah yeah i just i think what happened is listening to comedians um that do like the sober october challenge like Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer and all them. <laughs> I'm the so machine. the machine. Never gonna go see a show with him. Me and Wild Mike in November. Yeah. Um, you know they're they're talking about you know they've lost weight recently and they're like Tom Segura says you know that fans contact him for he did this in a bit I forget which one it was his last, his most recent one on Netflix. He's like, like paper. I, no, that's not no, Tom that's Bill Burr. Yeah. Um. So his bit was like you know people always ask me how'd you lose so much weight? Can you give me some words of motivation? And he says no. <laughs> He says something along the lines of, when you look in the mirror, do you hate yourself? No? Then you're not ready. <laughs> so, I mean, I just decided it was just time for a change. Well, awesome. Speaking of change, how mad were you that Breaking Bad was done and over with? Well, I didn't watch Breaking Bad as it was, you know, live. You know, as But it was, it was airing. Like, like binging. Yeah, binging. I mean... To be honest, I wasn't mad that it was over because I thought that we had such a satisfying ending with that show already. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not like Game of Thrones that had this this terrible ending that apparently people never want to rewatch the show. And I think I really that that as far as Games of Thrones goes, that entire last season was from if you look at just the the what is it, IMDB reviews or Rotten Tomato reviews, yeah. you just see where everything just starts to plummet. It's underwhelming. Yeah, and yeah. people have said that they don't want to they know that they don't want to rewatch the show because everything that they see will lead up to nothing. Yeah. So I don't have that at all with Breaking Bad. Well, that's a, see what I, why I bring that up is uh, so a movie came out on Netflix this mm-hmm. past Friday. Yeah, Friday I think it was. It was yeah, the, so a week ago. Yeah, the El Camino movie. The El Camino movie, and I'm not a Breaking Bad guy because like that whole drug scene to me didn't make sense because my mom was in law enforcement and right. pistol whipped us and locked us in closets. Just kidding, Mom. Um, but I loved it. The show or the movie? Totally. The movie. Okay. You know, seeing and not being a part of the movie and knowing... I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it by Right, right, right. But Jesse... Yeah. From Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah, Jesse Pinkman, played by Aaron Paul, who is wildly talented. Yeah. From what I, from what I remember reading, Aaron Paul has never taken a single acting class. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, if I if I've got that right, he's never single he's never taken a single acting class. He just puts himself into that mindset of, you know, that situation and he just d- hits it out of the park. Then that's incredible. Mm-hmm. To see what I Guys, if you have not seen it yet, 
It's on Netflix. It's called El Camino. I mean... Outside of just that, you can go on, like, YouTube and watch, like, type in well, something like, like, best Aaron Paul scenes. Yeah. And keep in mind that this guy never took an acting class. Yeah, and, well, Breaking Bad's on Netflix, too, the entire series. It is. Or, yeah. It is, but if you want, like, a compilation style is what I'm saying. Yeah. But, right. yeah, the movie was, the movie was, in my opinion, great as a series wrap-up, you know? Um, because while it wasn't necessarily totally warranted, like, they didn't have to do this movie. No. Because the way that the show ended was already pristine, you know. Sure. It was it was pretty much to most people's standards perfect. You couldn't have ended the show any better, and I'm one of those people. So when you basically release and it it's a movie, but to me it was an extended episode almost mm-hmm. of Jesse's wrap up. Um, the way that it went about, you know, you got to remember that this isn't Walt. This isn't the super high energy, high octane, you know. Um, big action all the time this is jesse who's really just like a picture of innocence in this nasty nasty world he's you see childlike things that he does all the time and he's just he just want during the show he just wants it to be over and things like that so you know watching all of those like recaps of breaking bad the show and then viewing jesse as like this picture of innocence yeah watching him have to go through everything he went through from the end of the show to the end of the movie it was just crazy just to see how someone can tell a story so masterfully right. to where you can just wrap up, you know, most, most of every loose end that, and there were really many, but even creating a whole movie and then wrapping it up and everything tying back to the lore of the previous one. It was crazy to me. Just, yeah. Just the storytelling of it is in my opinion, second to none. So five stars. Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. Which Netflix doesn't have stars, which is so annoying. Yeah. They have, they have thumbs up, thumbs down. At least, Netflix does? Mm-hmm. At least in their app. Oh, I well, I, I no, I, I've seen stars on. Netflix. Okay, I don't, I don't know. I just want to be that guy right now because I really enjoyed it too. And from a guy that not, did not get into Breaking Bad and was this was El Camino was a fir- like fresh. I mean, I've seen the first and second episode. Really? So you haven't even seen the series before this movie? Huh? No, 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 no. And I was just just based on your excitement mm-hmm. last Friday. It's tough. I mean, because the movie are obviously tells you what happens at the end of the show. I th- I think the show is still worth watching. Yeah. I think well, no, no, I've I started it. Yeah. Since. Okay, you have. So I'm going basically kind of backwards. Oh yeah, I I've done that before. So. <laughs> but no, uh, I what actually got me, and I don't like like you said, you don't want to spoil it. But there's an interaction where Jesse needs to hide a vehicle. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. And when he takes off in the other vehicle. Yeah, whatever one it was. And then he basically asks, why are you doing this? And Yeah, uh-huh. You that know what I'm saying? Well, again, that was... That got me. When you watch the show and you see everything that those characters have been through and different things like that, you just think that it's it's just even that much more you know, powerful of a scene. Right, seeing, right, right, right. Seeing everything that these guys have put into it. So, um, yeah, I mean, honestly... It, the, while the movie wasn't totally warranted, it was incredibly welcome. Yeah. Just as just something to remind me of the show. And like I said, I binged it recently. But just still to have it there, just to just bring back the memory of that almost nostalgia. Yeah. Was just so incredible. Awesome. Anything else you're you're uh I know to on Netflix or any other Not particularly on Netflix right now. Um I don't have time to watch a lot of shows, so right. I just kinda come and go with different things that I see. You know, sometimes it's a documentary here or there, but um, 
nothing really that I'm that I'm set my mind to watching at this point. Um, other than you know, movie wise, I know I talked about seeing the Joker movie last week. Haven't got around to it yet. Yeah, as a life. Yeah, no, but I have a three day weekend from work. Um, Ooh. Yeah, the next so I don't I don't I didn't work today Friday. I don't work um, tomorrow Saturday or, or Sunday. Sunday. So between you know today this evening or so or tomorrow. Well, tomorrow I can't see the movie. Tomorrow I got something going on. Ooh, what do you got going on tomorrow? So, so the so Saturday here is going to be interesting because I have this event that I was contracted to do through work. Um, my boss, his his my boss's mom and one of their friends, is putting on a benefit for this this guy who's been in the hospital. I believe it's a coma since the beginning of the year. True. Like what happened? Do you I, know or I. Very, I, I have the flyer that kind of gives the details. Something along the lines of a motorcycle accident years oh, ago, no. and there's been, I believe, seizures since then. Okay. So he's, I believe, been. I think, I think it's a coma, or he's been in the hospital, you know, unconscious since I think the beginning of the year. Wow. And they're putting on a benefit tomorrow, so you know they're raising money and they want him to watch this, so that way he can see. All the support that he gets whenever he gets when he gets better. Yeah. So that's that's where I come in in terms of filming this. I believe I'm going to be able to take two cameras um, and have one kind of stationary, and then walk around with one. They got a bunch of stuff going on. They have a silent and live auction. They have a beanbag tournament. They have a bunch of other things going on as well as you know a dinner and things like that. So, yeah. Um, I'm, Where's I'm, this at? Oh man, it's in a it's in a town west of Waterman. I'd have to double check. So um, south and yeah, west. south southwest of where of Lombard right now. Okay, but it's going to be one of those things where it's interesting because it's it's not a short event. It's like about I think I'll be there for close to eight hours. Wow. Yeah, so I got to really pick and choose what I do and don't record, so I don't run out of battery and storage space. But that's that that's pretty much what I got going on this weekend. I'm um, outside of that, um, you know, just just typically the normal stuff. Today I pretty much just relaxed looking at a few apartments and things like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, nothing that's really... Are you staying out. in, uh, like, DeKalb, or where do you want to play? Yeah, yeah. Or somewhere, stay? Yeah, uh, stay around the DeKalb area. It's just a good central point now for at least work, um, because work, as I'm a temp at work... Um, oh, yeah! Yeah, as I'm a temp at work, I, I spoke to my boss about the possibility of being able to stay on and pass my contract, and he made it sound like it was... It was a good possibility of being hired on full time there. So, very cool. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. So big pay raise. Mm-hmm. About more six bucks an hour pay raise. An easier schedule. Yeah. Well, not necessarily an easier schedule. I mean, a more consistent, consistent schedule. A consistent schedule with you know the benefits and everything like that too. Yeah. So. Um, that was that was some really cool news. Well, awesome, dude. Yeah. Thank you. What do you got going on this weekend? So tonight I met MVPs. I'm uh, basically. I switched with my uh, Friday night guy, DJ Energy. Shout out to Noel. Um, so I'll be at MVPs tonight, 10 o'clock till closed. Tomorrow, my boys, that's right, my GK Broncos start their bid as the third seed in the uh, Northern Illinois Football Conference Youth Football Playoffs. Nice. How did you get how did you get hooked up with what do you do for them, I should say? So uh I am uh I call myself the media manager. <laughs> you which, call yourself the media manager. Media huh? manager, which basically um I 
you know, PA announcing, playing some music for him, getting everyone pumped up. And uh, shout out to you, by the way. You helped me with uh, the 2019 GK Bronco intro. Oh, yeah, that was fun. I Back remember doing day. that. Yeah, yeah, they love it. Yeah, do they love it? Is they, that... like, the... What I love about it is not only the kids, because the kids have no idea who the Road Warriors are. Yeah. Every single parent that like is not expecting it looks at me like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, you know, shout out to 80s and 90s wrestling. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, no, no, no. Um, so, the boys, uh, their game's at the Genoa Middle School. Um, I wish I knew the address, but um, our game's at 9.30. And then... Um, the other games, uh, all the three seed games, because there's different conferences and things like that, will all be played at Genoa. We're hosting uh, a few other uh, school or schools uh, through a, a few other towns and teams. But I'm only going to be there for our 9:30 game, so I'm going to head out around 11, mm. where I get to go up to Rockford and do a mock wedding. What? So uh, we're both uh, affiliated with Without Grace, which is a feature film that we're. Filming in Rockford and other parts, but in other yeah. parts, but mainly Rockford, correct. Um, so I've never faked a wedding before. Normally, people hire me to DJ their weddings. I am playing the wedding DJ for the wedding scene. Wait, so are you gonna get an acting credit in this movie? Supposedly, yes, really. I don't know. Does that mean I have to get all sagged? Uh, I think so. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think you had to go through the screenwriters. What is it? Screenwriters. Screen, Guild? Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. Actors Guild. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it happens. How did speaking of all your DJ stuff? Um, what did is because you got all these DJ names? DJ Energy, DJ Toxic, and your <laughs> DJ name is DJ Nobody. DJ Nobody. Yeah. What's the origin of that? So the original origin um, goes back way, 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 way back before me and you were even twinkles in our papa's eyes. What? Yeah. So it. The original DJ Nobody, well, not the DJ part, but the Nobody part, is actually from the um, St. Valentine's Day Massacre in 1929. How did, where does that come from? So, you know, we've talked about my mom's side, the law enforcement side. Yeah, sure. Well, my dad's side is the exact opposite. We're part of the LCN or the um, the Chicago Outfit. I want to... Mafia. I want to break off with the statute of limitations here. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good there. Okay. We're good, <laughs> we're good. Uh, we're good. Um, I had nothing to do with all that stuff anyways. I don't know. But... Could be um, selling out your family right now. One of the first stories I ever heard about it. Uh-huh. Um, so my great-grandfather was uh, a capo, which is a sergeant of arms, to um, Capone. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, and guys don't... I, I'm not that guy. I don't, it's cool history. It is very cool history. It's kind of... A lot of times it, it ends up being embarrassing history because half the family that's, that knows about it is like, yeah, whatever. Like, No, but for, for like someone like me or someone who hasn't heard that, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, so if you guys ever want to look up who I'm related to, and I have his ears, Fifi Bucheri, and it's F-E-F-E Bucheri, B-U-C-C-I-E-R-I. You'll, you'll see who uh, my family is. Okay, so the nobodies. But, yeah, the nobody part. So um, the massacre, they call it the Valentine's Massacre. Yeah. But the sole survivor of the actual shooting was in a hospital bed, and Chicago detectives asked him, who shot you? And the guy's answer before he died, all he said was, nobody. Wow. That's gangster. That is true gangster. Like, I'm still not going to snitch. You're not going to get out of me. Even though I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to die here. He still didn't say, and he knew exactly who shot him. 
Of course. So to this day, no one knows who was all involved. I do know from hearing from histori- historians and some family members that my there there was a member of my family that may or may not have had particular knowledge of what actually went down that day. There is so much dancing around this. You kind of have to. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so that's the nobody <laughs> that's, origin. That's where I came up with it. Um, now, when I got to college and, and was introduced to um, adult beverages, uh-huh. it turned into a, um, a pickup line. What do you mean? Okay, so I used to use, I mean, obviously, uh, and then I used to tell people I was pre-law and that normally open the door. Oh, that stupid thing. But if that didn't work and, you know, I, I would do like, you know, spin sets and everything like that, which a spin set is you just spin for your friends and have some fun. And spinning is DJing. Um, all the shop talk. All the shop talk. Uh, jargon. We call it jargon. I don't oh, know I apologize. But um, I always used to tell people, you know, or the at least the ladies before Andrea. Um, hey, if you have a boyfriend and he asks who you're with last night, you can tell them nobody, and you're not lying to him. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> it is like it's like naming like uh, oh man, it's like naming your bed the books, Jesus. so that way you can tell people. Yeah, I, I was in the books all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, to me, that was the coolest thing in my twenties. Like that line was. Oh yeah. Um, in my thirties, it's so cringy. Like, <laughs> looking. I back. used to use this, to, and that was somebody's daughter. Like, I feel horrible. <laughs> like, I do pray about it every day. Like, uh, I don't remember her name, but I really hope <laughs> she was nobody. Oh wow! Wow. Hey, it's not my DJ name. It is not your DJ name. Yeah, it's the one that you're I mean, You know about. what, honestly, though? Like, it, you know, nobody's been with me forever, and I do have, like, logos made, and mm-hmm. I have money invested, as you can see. Your your nice MVP's uh, hoodie has hoodie nobody right on it. Yeah. But literally, I have been thinking about maybe retiring nobody and... Switching up your brand? Yeah. Huh. That's an interesting conversation. I want to have that one day. Maybe we can get some feedback from some friends on Facebook. Speaking of... Um, hey guys, we have, like I said earlier, we have our Facebook page here, um, that we would love for you guys to get some feedback on, you know, it's, it's maybe down the road, but, but Nick might possibly, you know, as much dancing around as we had about the family member (laughs) in the St. Valentine's Day Massacre might be switching up his gimmick and stuff like that. So, um, or just, you know, podcast. By the way, I really love that you called it a gimmick. Now I feel like I am a wrestler. But I'd be a baby face. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be able to be a heel. I'm too nice. Oh, I am such a heel. That you are a heel. Oh, I'm such a bad. How guy. awesome is that? We like we could actually do a wrestling match just on a, based on our podcast. Can we do a wrestling match and just record the audio of it? It'll be a lot of like screams, grunts. And, yeah, just like a bunch. I of love people. how you went grunt. And I went or you went scream and I went grunt. Yeah, I don't know. That was an <laughs> odd place to take it, but um, no. But for you know, podcast suggestions or ideas, things like that. Um, you can you know message us through Facebook or we got the Facebook fan page. Uh, it's, just type in Nick's Mix Podcast, um, and then you'll be able to find us pretty easily. Of course, we have the email Nick's Mix Fans at Gmail. You know that's for the more official stuff. But. Yeah, I mean you can get us either way, but I like let's make it simple. Yeah, just keep just, it simple. Let's stupid. stick to Facebook. You know, yeah, stick to Facebook. Just stick to Facebook. Everyone's on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Nick's I'm on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, our personal accounts. So yeah, hit us up too if you're if you're a fan of Nick's mix. You know, give us a shout out. 
on our personal, I like new people. Yeah, no, that yeah, I love new friends and new people and stuff like yeah. that. And so, um, you know, along that same lines, guys, if you you know enjoyed this weird thing that we do every Friday at <laughs> noon, um, you know, if you guys just share it with your friends and stuff like that. Like yeah. I said earlier, we're going to be focused more on the Spotify um, side of things, cause just. A lot more accessible for people nowadays. Yeah, I mean, we're on so many different platforms, but Spotify seems like that's the big one. That's what I use. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll be posting all the other links and things like that. Yeah. But And uh, we've been kind of, you know, shooting around the idea of a couple giveaways. Yes, definitely got a couple giveaways. We would love so... some feedback on what would really pique interest. I'm thinking things like, you know, Black Fridays in about a month or so. Yeah. Like an Amazon gift card um, or... You know, just just random things like that. You know, we can do gift cards. We can do random other things that interest people. But yeah. we won't know what interests people if people Let's don't tell us. us what interests them. Hey, now. So, you know, if, if you guys have any suggestions or things like that, I do want to start doing some giveaways and yeah. some fun things like that. How about this? How about we uh, figure out something? But the only way we can do that is if you like, comment, and share. Yes. Yeah, well, um, that's a good idea, maybe. Yeah, I want to put that as part of a contest, too. Hey! Just do, like, a raffle for people who do things like that. So the more that you guys are engaged with the show, the more that we want to kind of, I don't know, treat you or reward you, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, well, so. yeah, I mean, guys, like I said, this is the two guys just... Talking shop. Really, really, like, get together. We have same same kind of core values and deals. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we're funny. I'm glad you think that. <laughs> I'm very OCD. Call back from last week. Yeah, we're gonna. I think we're gonna put finally to to rest the whole R is L. Oh, the red is leg. Yeah, <laughs> see, I was not. See, no, I know. What you guys don't know is Hutch said I couldn't say it anymore. So that's why I went with the R. Yeah, yeah. It's callback from when I when I had a just mixed up words in my my episode well, about how I messed you up did my have knee trauma. Yeah, that's what it was. We'll call it trauma. That's crazy. All right, guys. Well, hey, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share on our Facebook fan page. Um, you know, we want you guys to get in touch with the show so that way we can learn how to improve this thing and that way we can make this a little more fun for everybody. Guys, thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.